What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Queensberry Project. I'm the Boxing Hippie with that high boxing IQ. And today I got my co-host with me. Got um, the pleasure of introducing my man, Steve, a.k.a. Number Two Snake, a.k.a. Peekaboo Style. Talk to him. What's going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome to the show. We're here to talk boxing. No matter where you fall, if you are casual, if you are hardcore, if you just watch every so often, we're here for you. We're going to be a voice to the people. This is what it's all about. Today we're talking some hot topics. What are we hitting? We're going to be talking about Gary Russell this past weekend. We're going to be talking about Tyson Fury, AJ, Usyk. We're going to be talking about, I can't believe this, but we're going to be talking about Sergio Martinez, <laughs> who fights later today. We got Today? Yeah, in 2022, we got Sergio Martinez, number four ranked in the WBA middleweight division. 46 years old, hasn't fought in fucking three years, is it? Like four years? Yeah, he had a, a tune-up or something, you want to call it. Exactly. Then you got Boo Boo, who's going to be moving up in weight, dropping his belt to try to secure a fight with Canelo. Superman. We'll also be talking about... Francis Ngannou and his claim to have more power than Wilder <laughs> and perhaps uh, a potential matchup with the Gypsy King, Tyson Fury. So we started off with this past weekend, Gary Russell, upset, injured in the fourth round, continued the fight. Um, Steve, your thoughts on that? So Gary Russell, the enigma the champ that only fought or only fought seven times in these past six years. Was it the inconsistency that caught up to him? Uh, was it not fighting? Was it personal matters? Um, was it management? What really caused the downfall of this high profile fighter? I mean, he was gonna be a big thing. So promising. Um, I really got to think, we've heard some gossip. Um, my, my feelings is he hadn't fought in, was it 18 months? Yeah. So yeah. 18 18 months. I mean, that ring rust definitely showed he, um, inactivity could have led to the injury. Crushed him. Um, lost his, uh, lead arm, uh, Lost his jab early in the fourth round, was it? Fourth round. Fourth round, loses his jab. Fought on. Started stepping back most of the fight after that. Can't really do much with your front arm. No defense. Can't set off your offense. So it was really just a a matter of time in that case. I wanted to uh, give him a shout out, though, for the traps that he was trying to set. Throwing that straight uh, left down the pipe and doing his best to uh, compete. And making it through the fight, but... Yeah, yeah, at the end of the day, it's just uh, injury and activity. It all caught up to him. Um, I mean, honestly... They say he was injured perhaps going into the fight. People say, why take the fight? Well, there's personal matters right. that could lead to that. Um, you know, this is uh, their livelihood. He got a brother that just passed away. His father's dealing with health issues. Just got so, amputated. Yeah, and uh, he might have to be 
fending for his family. So if he's going in there injured, then so be it. That's what these guys do, they're warriors. Uh, there was a little bit of gossip on the street stating that uh, he might have had to take that fight. You, you know he hasn't fought in a minute. So maybe he was trying to take that fight just to uh, help out his fam. I mean, if you look at the two men in the ring, you can't front Gary Russell looked like he was a small man in the ring. He um, definitely was. Outweighed, I mean, not outweighed, but it looked like he was outweighed at that, that day. Uh, definitely height-wise, arm length, it was, it was a... Uh, it was not a, a, a fight that you want to lose your uh, jab, your lead hand. He needed that going into that fight. Uh, yeah, it ended up being torturous, honestly. Um, Gary Russell, much respect for you. Went out on his shield like yeah. a soldier. You know, and uh, his corner did what they could. But, um, I mean, Kesara that at that point. I mean. Just heal up and get back. That's it. And get that's active. It. And moving right along, we got Tyson Fury. He's been making videos all week long, having fun. Uh, pissing some people off. I'm loving it, though. Uh, his latest video, he said that AJ just uh, blew a ninety million dollar deal. I heard nine million, but Michael I heard 15, Benson. Right. Oh no. Regardless, how much money we talking about, the real truth is is that nobody wants to fight Tyson fucking Fury. Let's be honest. It could be White. It could be Joshua. They're talking Usyk. I don't think anybody wants anything to do with Tyson Fury. Yeah, they're going to let him go to his own demons. He's got old addictions. He doesn't, he supposedly doesn't train. He doesn't look like he's the shapeliest man, but sometimes skills honestly pay the bills. Um, let's see who he fights next. I mean, that's really what it's coming down to right now. I mean, I think uh, I wouldn't be surprised if... Fury has somebody lined up already and is just hyping this fight up by using the name of AJ, Usyk, and White. Not that he really needs to use anybody's name because he is the king of the mountain right now, but he might be fighting a guy like Robert Hellenus. Right. Um, and he might be using this to hype that fight up and then say, oh, nobody wanted to fight me or whatever. Uh, but at the same time, I don't think any of these guys could do anything with Tyson Fury. We've seen him go to Dusseldorf and beat Klitschko. We've seen him come to America three times and school Wilder. So he took the right hand from Wilder numerous times, kept getting up. Uh, I don't think Joshua or Usyk or White can really do anything with him. I am worried, though, about uh, White's left hook. That's a dangerous punch. And he's a big man, and he fights at a distance that will give Fury trouble if that fight does happen. I don't understand why it's taking so long for White not to get his shot at the title. Uh, I feel bad for him as far as that goes. I know a lot of people don't like him or whatever uh, here in America, but I definitely do. I think he's one of the realest dudes in the game, and he's down to fight anywhere, anybody. And the, the truth is with uh, this enigma of Tyson Fury, I mean, 6'9"? 6'9", 270. 270? I mean, you think about this truly. 
and put him against the heavyweights that you love. Put him against a Mike Tyson. Put him against a Muhammad Ali. You can even bring up fighters that aren't as popular. What would he do against a Larry Holmes? What would he do when, uh, what, what can you do to a 6'9", I mean, naturally skilled boxer? When it comes down to it, the sport of boxing isn't just punching. It's being able to parry a punch, to dodge a punch, to... to Have the endurance to last, to last 12 right. rounds. It comes down to boxing, and really, the, the legends are, are built on your ability to box or your ability to knock somebody out. And uh, Tyson Fury definitely has the ability to box. Um, he's an abnormality, giant. I want, I want to hear what you guys think. What do you think about him fighting against an Ali? What do you think about him fighting against a Tyson? Uh, I, of course, the obvious, oh, Ali's gonna win, oh, Mike Tyson. But if you think about it, a 6'9 man, with a boxing ability, with a jab, with, with reflexes that really amount to, to a real athlete, really. I mean, who can, Those who can compete with that? quick twitch muscles, you don't <laughs> see that uh, in the division like that. I hate uh, to say it, but he's like a Roy Jones of a, a big Roy, man. I mean, yeah, for that size, there's nobody moving like that. He's so quick. Uh, He's got power in both hands. They say he doesn't have power, but he kept Klitschko off him with that jab. He put Wilder down with that right hand. From the sleep. Might have retired him, put a dent in his head. <laughs> so for those that say, oh, he doesn't punch hard, I mean, you don't put a dent in somebody's head without hitting hard. You don't put a man like Wilder down like that without hitting hard. You don't keep a guy like Klitschko off you without having a stiff jab. So this guy is, like Steve said, is an enigma, is an anomaly. Um, you're not going to see a guy like this ever again. Truly. I mean, we haven't seen one yet. Um... What do you think, though, about Joshua stepping aside and taking money? Do you think that's a smart move? Do you think that's an act of cowardism or what? I honestly think that it's a business move. So regardless of if it's just for the 15 mil or whatever there, the price will be. Anthony Joshua needs a break. He's uh, lost two bouts already that are very questionable to his career and legacy. I mean, it really depends on what he could do after this next bout. And I don't think he wants to fight Usyk, I'm gonna be honest. Usyk's got them skills, I mean. I mean, I disagree with you on okay. that one. <clears throat> um, I feel like uh, Joshua did not expect, but in, I think Joshua put a lot of stock in the Chisora fight and saw that Chisora was having success and thought that Usyk would be a walk in the park at this division. And he also wasn't ready for the head movement or the side-to-side -side movement right. that Usyk was showing, and it threw him off. But I don't think that Anthony Joshua is second-guessing himself at all, despite losing to Ruiz, despite um, losing to Usyk. 
I feel like AJ does not lack any confidence, rightfully so. He has power in both hands. Absolutely. He's a gold medalist. He's held the division intact for the last couple of years, even while we were all paying attention to Wilder and Fury. AJ <clears throat> had the belts secure uh, in his possession. He gave it up real quick to Ruiz, got it right back uh, for a while now. He's playing the Errol Spence role in the heavyweight division, only missing out on that one belt. And uh, I feel like coming into this Usyk fight, if that is next for him, that he's going to be very aggressive. He's going to um, put put it on Usyk. He's going to take the fight right to him, and um, he's going to win by a knockout. I like that. I like that. But, I again, we could... Uh... I agree to disagree because I really, I feel AJ. I think he's a complete athlete, but I don't think that he could train for something like Usyk. Usyk is a natural boxer. I've watched videos of him dancing. Oh, I love his videos dancing. He's a great dancer. Very um, good dancer. And you know how dancing translates in boxing. It's just all about movement. And <laughs> AJ cannot fight going backwards. And really, it's all a, it's all a, just a game of chess. So AJ's stronger, more powerful. We know this. He's going to come forward. But once that jab starts landing, every so often you throw that straight. And it slows down your opponent. And especially when you're a boxer, you know how to maneuver that into, into a win for yourself. So Usyk showed it once. Uh, he put a little bit of fear into... Uh, Joshua, I see. I see what you're saying. I, again, I, I give him complete credit. He's an athlete. He's also learning on the job. He is. Uh, I feel like whatever. I don't think there's fear, any type of look of trepidation or anything like that. I believe is just him second guessing his boxing ability. That's what it is, and sometimes and, that's your worst enemy. But I believe he can correct that. I think he's doing the right thing, finding a new trainer, um, getting a different perspective. All we heard from his corner was that he was boxing beautifully while Usyk uh, was boxing him. Beautifully. Uh, right. So I think a fresh voice, uh, his confidence, he's never lacking. So I really feel like we're going to get, um, uh, what you call it? Uh, a really aggressive and That's the way to beat. Um, dominant performance by AJ. We've seen uh, we've seen the blueprint how to beat Usyk, but can AJ put it together in his own training camp? Can he uh, be motivated as much as to keep? From not backing up, because truly that's that's what will end them. And um, Usyk's footwork is just something that I I have to applaud. I don't find him to be the best boxer. If, if we're going to talk about boxing, I think Tyson Fury will smash him. But um, but Usyk's got a, a good game uh, for the division. Uh, I find them to be uh, exciting. I mean, not exciting to watch, but I do love boxing. I love the technical boxers. Me and Dre talk about this all the time. I get a little uh, caught up on the technicalities of things, and Dre likes to see people get knocked out. And uh, that's legit on both sides, because sometimes we see things differently, where I'm 
chasing the knockout, and he uh, he likes the boxing. The, the Cuban fighters. Right, right. Which can put some of us to sleep. But um, when it comes to uh, boxing, I mean, it really depends on uh, how you perceive it, right? Some people are, uh, they like the brawl. Some people like the knockout. Some people like the, the technique, the science. And that's what's uh, part of the beauty of boxing, isn't it? Absolutely. It's... Uh... So many different variables. So Speaking many. of variables, we got a uh, next pay-per-view coming up, which is uh, my question is, should it be a pay-per-view? Um, is it necessary to do something like this? Especially with two inactive boxers coming off of losses. Of course, we're speaking of... One time Keith Thurman and uh, Mario Barros. I mean, that just... Uh, I mean, happy to see one time back in action, without a doubt. He's definitely a breath of fresh air in the division. I, he's my dark horse in the division. Always loved him. I'm not going to front. Dre's always been behind this man. But this fight being $75, yeah, damn. After, after a very strong, strong end to our season, they're going to hit us with this fight. Because we're still hungry for a good fight. There's nothing on. What, what's our real next fight coming up? I mean, what are we going to say? Kel Brook? Amir Khan? I mean, for those across the pond. Uh... That's that's their mega fight. You got you can't front. This is a mega fight for them. It's going to be in Wembley. It's going to be one of those fights that are going to be sell out. Come on. This is sell out for I mean, yeah. The ticket sales were moving fast. Uh, I believe they sold out rather quickly. Come on, man. Um, it's a huge stadium also. This is the next mega fight, and now I could see that being a pay-per-view, but Keith Thurman versus... Not Mario in this Marcus. country. I mean, that's a, tight, that's a tough sell. Uh, now in the days where you can literally just look up something on a website and stream it for free, or... I mean, that would have been perfect with with... The Super Bowl right around the corner, or it would be, um, yeah, with the Super Bowl right around the corner, it would have been perfect to have it on Fox. Free. Um, Intr reintroduce both of these men. Yeah, especially one time, considering there perhaps may be an Errol Spence fight down the line later this year, before maybe even a Crawford-Spence fight. So a fight... On pay-per-view right now, I don't see how that makes sense. I'm not knocking it. I don't know if I'm going to buy it. I'm definitely going to watch it. Somehow, you know. Um, today we got Sergio Martinez, <laughs> number ranked. Number, ranked number four. Yeah. In the WBA, right? Yeah. Man who has been inactive. Man who is uh, 46 years old. Fighting a... Uh, I, mean, I, I will never knock a boxer just to get in that ring. You, I salute you. But yeah. nobody knows who Macaulay, Macaulay McGowan McGowan is. I mean, this is. Uh, uh, is it sanctioned? I don't know. It <laughs> Apparently, it's sanctioned by the WBA. <laughs> I don't know how he got to be ranked number four. Um, and I don't know what this win would do. I don't know if that means there's a triple G fight right. uh, on the horizon. Once Triple G and Murata finally get it on, could Sergio Martinez perhaps meet the winner of that? Do we get Sergio Martinez, Triple G in 2022 for the WBA title? I mean, I don't Who knows? know. Who knows? It's boxing. 
You never know in boxing, but that's something that you would expect in an exhibition match, not really in a professional bout. I mean... For a world title. Wow. Um, Sergio definitely proved his worth um, in the 2000s and 2010s, but I mean, now we're in the 20s now, and 10 years have passed, and them knees, I don't know if they're going to allow him in the ring with, with them... I don't turnbuckles on his knees, you know, with the, the Patrick Ewing knee pads. Yeah, man. I mean, I have much respect to Sergio, but I know we all got to pay some bills. But this is a this is a hard sell, and uh, we wish you the best. Uh, what's his name? Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin. Macaul I think they found him home alone, and they asked him <laughs> if he wanted a fight. God bless you, also. I mean, good luck with the champ. Um, uh, hopefully this is not a gift so that we see uh, some kind of setup in the future. But uh, that's what I, that's what I'm saying right you know, now. This looks like this is leading to uh, a triple G fight. We don't if see triple too many, G don't right. get Canelo. Right, right. We don't see too many. You got to figure that triple G needs a name to fight, right? And Sergio Martinez, as long as those years have passed, he's still a name to the boxing fans. I mean, I don't know if we're gonna. Pull seventy five dollars out of our pockets for this one, but I'm sure. No, but it'll probably be on Dazzin's for about twenty dollars. The zone, I'm sorry. Dazzin. Yeah, but uh, yeah, twenty dollars. That zone. We get Triple G and Martinez perhaps later in the year. Also on the zone, which you're not getting is Bubu Andrade and a legit fight. He's over there with Triple G, but that doesn't look like that's going to materialize nah, at all. Triple like G's been waiting for Murata for about right, a year or so. Right, right. Um, and now there's talks of Bubu vacating his title and moving, moving up, up to fight an eliminator for, I believe, the IBF title for Canelo Superweight, uh, Super Middleweight uh, Championship. I uh, always had respect for Andrade, really good boxing skills. Um, not the most exciting, but then again, his technical prowess and awareness in the ring. I mean, I'm not going to say unmatched, but... He's th quick. He's quick. He can't hit the kid. And early on in these fights, he's hurting people. He doesn't yeah, close the... Well, that's uh, now, lately, yes. He doesn't uh, close the show out all the no. time, but he does rock people early. And so he lets you a, know. And, yeah. Um, if you've ever been in a fight or have watched boxing long enough, you know that if you gain a fighter's respect, that he's gonna he's gonna think about it before he throws a yeah, jab he, or a punch. Before he comes in, he's gonna think think twice before think knocking twice on your door. Still, you know? Also talking about power, uh, Francis and Gano talking about he hits Has, harder than Deontay Wilder. Wilder. I mean. Who people have been speculating hits as hard as Ernie Shaver. They say that he could he could he could have lit up George Foreman. These are big words. That he says strongest Sonny Liston. We're taking we're talking about legends here, right? For us to even speak on on these names, I mean, there must be some kind of truth to, to Deontay mythical, Wallace's power, right? Yeah, that that mythical power is real, that right hand is real, we've seen it. Uh, concuss plenty of people, Ooh. not Tyson Fury, but others. But still drop them. Absolutely, six nine two seventy five getting dropped get takes dropped. a lot. Uh, but can Francis Ngannou, <laughs> if you hit as hard as Deontay Wilder, 
you would have caught a body by now with you those were, four ounce come gloves, on, man. You can't throw a straight right hand like Deontay Wilder whatsoever. Your punching power is nowhere near Deontay Wilder's. God bless you for for the career you've had so far. Um, you have had a, uh, I mean, a, a tremendous career yeah, coming God from where you, you came brother. from. But to compare yourself to Deontay Wilder sounds more like a paycheck chase than uh, an actual. Uh, well, he's fact. definitely chasing a paycheck, and for good reason. You know, he's the the heavyweight champion of, of the UFC. UFC, the the big bad brand that supposedly killed boxing. And Sergio Martinez is going to pull more money than you did in your whole career. Absolutely. Uh, you know, come on, man. And uh, speaking of. Chasing the paycheck. He's also out there uh, entertaining uh, or lobbying for a fight with Tyson Fury. I mean, we could, if that's what they want to do, I wouldn't be mad if that happened. It's just, uh, once again, boxing proving its point that they are the superior strikers in combat sports. Come on, you can't, you can't compare. All right, in the octagon, I give it to you. You'll smash Tyson Fury. Yes, we know this. But don't get it. Don't Perhaps. Get, don't get Don't get in in that squared circle. Don't get in there. Because... It's his dream, he said. Yeah, you'll be... It'll be... Uh, come on. It'll be one of those... Uh, uh, you know, I'll give it... I give it to Floyd fighting um, McGregor. Because McGregor did much better than I thought he would. I really did. He uh, kept the distance much better than I thought he would. But I don't see anyone doing that to Tyson Fury. That... That's I also big. think Floyd is a showman and helped carry Connor for a little that bit. Makes sense. That makes yeah. Um, Not to bring that fight out. Uh, yeah, but uh, Tyson Fury, I don't think he's doing anybody any favors. I don't think he's going to carry anybody. I think if uh, he gets in there with Ngano, he's going to prove a point and he's going to get him out of there early. If Deontay Wilder, who was a bronze medal winner, could not avoid getting knocked out by Tyson Fury. I don't see how Ngannou's defense would allow him to last anywhere past the fifth round. Different sport. <clears throat> Different sport altogether. We're talking softball to baseball. It's just, you know, um, they're not knocking MMA at all. I know you have to be a skilled, rounded fighter. You have to train in all types of martial arts and ground techniques and I give respect to every fighter of any category but when it comes to boxing and a boxing ring with boxing gloves and and just the ability to 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 parry punches uh footwork is a completely different game when you're expecting a kick or someone to shoot in and fucking tackle you and throw you to the ground so with when you remove those things and it's just fist flying. Uh, you gotta give it to the boxer uh, almost a hundred percent of the time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sorry guys, uh, sorry uh, MMA guys, you guys haven't won one yet. Yeah, that's. Uh, or maybe you have that. Uh, you know, I don't know. No, nobody watched. <laughs> um, <laughs> what else we got lined up? We got. We didn't talk Kell Brooks. Oh, we got Kell Brooks. Hold on, hold on. That's February 12th. We got the, 
Wow. Yeah, you got February 12th. This... No, February 12th, you got Danny Jacobs and I'm John sorry, Ryder no. in, uh, in the O2, I believe, in London. They're going to be fighting in London. Uh, Danny Jacobs, I hope this is a fight that... Reignites his career. He right. looked uh, a bit lackluster against Gabe Rosado. Some feel Gabe got robbed. I'm going to keep my mouth shut because I'm from New York. So I'm not going to say too much about right, my right. thoughts on that. But Danny Jacobs, I do want to see him back in the spotlight. I do want to see him. Uh, in the limelight, Title baby. pitcher, uh, fight with Charlo. That, that rivalry Oof. is still there. You know, like there's still animosity there. I want to see them. Squash it in the ring. Um, I got to I gotta give it to Danny Jacobs as a human being. The man, the cancer survivor. To get back in that ring is just... Hell of a father. Fucking bravery. I've been in situations where I've been with other boxers that were... Uh, I would have to say going down the wrong path. And Danny stepping out of limousines to tell them... Don't do what you're going to do tonight. I've seen a man that... This is this is a good guy. This is a good guy that people can get. So behind. you're saying he mentors the young fighters? He fucking one hundred percent does in my face, because that poor young fighter was gonna chill with me that night, and um, and Danny um, had him back out, and uh, and um, he didn't listen any fucking way. But Danny was still still gave a nice message. I can't front. Um, as far as this fight, I mean, we're going we're going. To the fucking, we're going over the pond for this one, right? I give yeah. respect to Danny Jacobs. Um, he's, he's fighting John Ryder, a guy that gave Caleb Smith trouble. I mean, exactly. that's his claim to fame. I mean, that was Caleb Smith uh, in his prime. Uh, it was a great his match. Peak. It was. Uh, I I would have gave the fight to Ryder. Fuck yeah. Uh, but since then, uh, he hasn't done much. Danny, like we said, coming off that. Uh, questionable win with Gabe. Uh, fucking lost to Canelo. Lost to Canelo. Never got the bouts that he should have gotten. I mean, I mean, this is a man that really you you figure he lost to Pirog years ago, and then uh, he had a hell of a showing against Triple G. That was a badass fight too. Um, showed a few kinks in uh, in Triple G's armor that many uh, boxers have exploited after him. But, um, I mean, uh, much respect to Danny Jacobs. We always wish you the best. Absolutely. Um, you know, you're going to need some of that New York support when you're out there. And uh, hope, hopefully you get it from us and from all your other fans. Um, but um, also across the pond. The following like, week, February 19th. Like England <laughs> has Super Bowl lockdown right now. I remember what's going on. Mexico was going on. Puerto Rico was going on. Other countries. England is taking it over again, isn't it? Uh, it seems like it. The Philippines is still there. Japan is blowing up. But England is holding it down hard for everybody. Yeah. I mean, this fight may have fucking... Passes due date. Yo, 10 years ago, this fight would have been berserk. And to think that now it still is, uh, is still causing some kind of hype is a beautiful thing, you know? I, I can't knock either fighter. I, I, we can go into both. I mean, both of them have such amazing careers that you could just stop it right then. But when you have a rivalry like this, it's like for us, Dre, it's like, 
when people are having a New York rivalry. It's like seeing fucking Zab versus Paulie, which most people wouldn't give a shit about. But people like us, I was fucking there. I love shit like this. This is what I live for, is for those hometown rivalries. It's fucking Subway Series shit for people like us. You know what I mean? So this is a Subway Series for the Brits. They must be fucking frying their, their fish and chips already. You know what I mean? Mm. They were two weeks out, and they're already wilding out, I bet. But, um, I mean, who do you got? I got to ask you for this one. I, we haven't asked who you got on any of this shit. Who um, do you got on this fight? Right now, if I had to pick, I would still go with Kell Brook. Fuck. I would still I go with him. Special K. I think he's, I don't know, he's stronger. He is strong. Um, he is strong, son of a bitch. I don't know. I don't know what either guy has left in the tank. I'm going to have to make a better decision the closer we get to it. I'm going to have to see some of these uh, training videos or uh, have to hear these guys talk fight week, see how they look at the um, weigh-in and stuff. Yeah. But uh, right now, right now today, I'll go with Kell Brook. I'll say knock him out in like the seventh. So I, I have to fucking agree. We don't agree on everything, first of all, people. Right. Me and Dre don't, and that's probably the fucking illest chemistry we got. But I honestly, I might go with you on this one. And the only reason is that fucking Sean Porter, boy. What I seen Kell Brook do to Sean Porter, I, I, I can't imagine anybody else doing. It's still, it's still logged into my fucking memory banks. It's, it's boxing DNA right now. Watching the, the amazing fight that that man put on that night made me a fan more of what I was already of boxing. I, I have to tell you that was a that was a show that day. And Amir Khan has, I mean he's out here in the States, he's working with Bo Mack and wow. Terrence Crawford. Uh does that help him at all, dude? So that's gonna be a big positive for Khan. Um obviously the inactivity uh is gonna have to be countered by something. And Bo Mack being such an amazing trainer and Crawford being one of the pound for pound, pound for pound best at the moment is going to bring a lot of um, experience. It's going to keep Khan sharp. I mean, you got to give it to Kell Brook. You got that jab is crazy. So, I mean, you're going to have to figure out how to break that defense and Bud. Bud and Bo can figure that out, or at least lay down a game plan or a blueprint so, um, so that Khan could follow. And uh, that'll open up a lot more than if he were training back home. And if nothing else, it um, builds Khan's confidence back up to be around the likes of Terrence Crawford. And um, that's something that's definitely needed for a fight like this, uh, uh, especially when you're... At the twilight of your career, you need a, a spark, a different type of energy to reignite you. And I think that's what Crawford and Bo Mack do for uh, Khan. I don't know how that how well that translates. Right, will fight it be night. enough? Is, it... Is Kell Brook damaged goods for real? I mean, two broken orbital bones. He got jigged up. Uh, Crawford stopped him. Uh, 
But I do believe he hates Amir Khan enough <laughs> to just... This is one of them rivalries, folks. This is a fight. This is what we tune in for. I mean, is it past its uh, uh, due date or whatever? Yeah, it is. It was, but, but I mean, we had, so what? we had some good ones and we had some bad ones. I mean, Floyd Manny, to some, was... Uh, I loved it. You know, I mean, I, I loved the outcome, but I mean, as far as action, it wasn't there. Then you had another one when Sergio Martinez for Cotto. That was terrible. And in my sense, Dre hit it on the nose. He knew Cotto was going to crush my man. But um, it's just one of those things that when you wait that long, does that age really make a difference? And that's what it comes down to. Does the damage that's been taken, by, does it take a toll on the, on the well, actual outcome? Okay, look at this, though. End of the day, 10 years ago, it was a 50-50 fight. 10 years later, it's still a 50-50 hey, fight. Hey, good call what on else that, can, baby. What else can we ask for? Let's just enjoy it. We really don't have any um, fights, really, besides that coming up. So... In these next episodes, we'll I don't be talking. know um, how you could tune in for the Sergio Martinez fight, but that's <laughs> that's later on today. <laughs> uh, wrapping it up, though, um, we may not have any superstar lineups coming up soon, but um, you'll have the best betting tips. You'll have um, some of the best legendary bouts. We're going to speak on uh, other topics that, uh, that we can fi finally delve into because uh, boxing's taking a little bit of a break, and that's just going to allow us to uh, bring a little bit more of our game to, the, to this. Absolutely. This is just episode one with me and Steve. Um, bear with us. We're just starting. We're just warming up. Um, guests are coming on as well. Uh, we'll be at the venues reporting live. We got the questions you want to ask. Absolutely. Follow us on you Twitter. You can follow Steve at Peekaboo Style. And you can follow my man at High Boxing IQ. Two goons that uh, obviously love the sport. Uh, we're here for you. And uh, please hit us up with any questions. Um, interact with us on Twitter. We're uh, on it often, and um, yeah, we're we're uh, here to stay, and we'll see you at the fights. Absolutely. So this is the boxing hippie signing off. Love, peace, and scrappiness, y'all.